This podcast is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network, and it's also proud to be from Texas. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. This is the 2BT, 2BT Podcast. Daddy and Steve are awesome. This concert, yeah, that broke my heart and I almost cried during it because <laughs> people were so rude and disrespectful that... Like, what was the deal? Like, they just weren't like receptive to the to the band playing or something like that, or what? Like, because I know I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I've been to there before. They've got really it's good. It's a food. very very small venue. Yeah, it is very, and it's a very small stage, even too. A very small stage. Literally, it's not even a lock. It's barely. You it's more step, like yeah, you step up on it. Yeah, it's just a little riser type thing. So, you know me. I don't go out. We don't go out, my, my wife and I don't, special occasions we go to a movie. Yeah. Just a movie that everybody else would go, oh, we'll just go see a movie. We rarely go out and do things like this. Yeah. This is one of those guys, Chris Knight, he's from Kentucky. He's an honorary Texan, though. Oh, okay. He was made an honorary Texan by Rick Perry. Really? Okay. Um, is that and, like, is and, that, is that a thing? Like it's a honor- real thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bob like I know Hope. you could, um, really, I didn't know that. I know you could be like an honorary Kentucky Colonel and stuff like now that. Look too. it up. So there's a pretty impressive list of people. In fact, uh, who was it? Made the entire 101st. Oh, really? In the sixties, whoever was governor then made the like two entire groups in the military. All there, all of them were honorary Texans. Go. Cool. But yeah, but for the most part, it's like Bob Hope, yeah, and people like that, and Chris Knight is one of them. And if you want a style of music, he's singer songwriter. He's got that Kentucky drawl, slow. Most of his songs are what my wife would call sad bastard music. Yeah, got the down and out. <laughs> you know, it's just like Steve Earle. He's a storyteller. He's like I put him in the same. You and I have talked a lot about Blaze Foley, yeah, Towns Van Zant, Guy Clark. Robert King, that quality of songwriter that, you know, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But if it's you, more of a folksy, if you ask Folksy. Me. Yeah. It's a craft. It's a very crafted skill to yeah. be able to write a really good song. Every one of this guy's songs, I put in the same category as my, my holy trinity of songwriters like that. You know, I put him up there with Bob Dylan in my yeah. mind. Oh, wow. Okay. But, but this guy doesn't. He doesn't get the recognition. Now, yeah. the uh, the musicians buy his songs and make them into hits, but his songs and recordings are not going to be heard, except on little tiny stations that focus on the genre, Americana, yeah, Americana genre. and stuff like that. You know, country music does not play this guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to make it on the on the on the. You know, uh, I was trying to think of the country stations in town, but I I hate like giving them any sort of plug. No, I don't. I don't even know that they are because I don't listen. to them. I don't either. I listen to ninety nine five The Range, and that's about it. And you know, besides sports talk radio and crap like that, you know, and and uh, you know, P. Uh, I keep trying to say the PBS, the, the NPR, you know, I yeah, listen to NPR yeah. a lot. That's mainly like one of my highest things that I listen to. I can to see him really. being on NPR whenever now. I think he might, I think he has been. Yeah. But, Cause he gets that kind of recognition. Yeah. Have you ever heard their, uh, what do they call it? The tiny, uh, uh the, uh, tiny desk concerts. Tiny yeah. desk concerts. Yeah. Yeah. That's I kept wanting to call it tiny office concerts. Sounds like I know it's not that. I know. Yeah. Pretty much. I any, know what it's called. I actually dig it. Anybody that's on the tiny desk concert, somebody I would listen to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm a pretentious bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, you are. No, not really. But this, okay. So this guy was, 
to, to show you the importance of this concert is one we booked it over a month ago oh wow when i didn't have any money in the bank yeah and we saw this and i'm like well done it's not that far away and it's yeah like, um but it's real i mean it's like okay you go up there and general admission you got to it's like really narrow venue and you'd have to be way at the back and then there's like these they had a booth on the left yeah a booth on the right and a table that would seat eight in the center so that's the vip section i said those are open yeah so where would you rather sit would you rather spend X amount of dollars? And this is more money. Let's say, just say, if if this if the same guy was playing at a concert in here in, in a local venue in Denton, and it was this ticket was this amount of money that I'm talking about, I wouldn't pay it. Yeah. The reason I was going because I was going to basically be able to sit in a little tiny venue. He's playing an acoustic guitar and he's singing. And what better way to experience a singer songwriter's music is in a small, intimate location? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these people, the front table, right? I'm literally, Chris Knight could have kicked the guy sitting right there. And I wish he had. I wish he just kicked him in the, his big cowboy wearing, cowboy hat wearing, smug looking face. Yeah. Because this guy, this SOB sitting right in front of him, talked oh. to this girl the entire time. And, and in fact, one part... Chris Knott brings up a dog that he had had, and the guy starts barking, and Chris Knott stops the song, and he's like, yeah, that's just what I need. <laughs> People in the background yeah. on my song. That's exactly, I need to remember that. <laughs> but they didn't get the joke. I think they might have got the joke right then, because none of these people, all the eight of them, four or five of them were these... Yeah. You know the type. Oh, yeah. My wife said, those rural, these people, and I said, those, are, those aren't even real rural people. Those no. are people that live in the city dressing up like they're... They put their cowboy hat on. They put the, and they and the drugstore cowboys man talking. Yeah, I've got a recording of it. Okay, I tried to record because this is going to be amazing. No, oh, yeah, no. And it was it was not just them. It was people throughout the place. They're not even listening, really. And they don't. I guess they don't. I guess you spend sixty dollars a ticket to Good talk. God, yeah. See, I didn't even know that. Like, I've been to the venue that you're talking about. Yeah. It's it's mainly, a, I've been there whenever, because it's, I've been there, I've seen it, I've only been there whenever it's in rest, restaurant form, because it is a restaurant. Oh, slash, yeah, like, it's a nice restaurant. Yeah, it is, man, and they got really good food, to tell you mm-hmm. the truth, but, like, I had no idea that they actually sold well, basically, what tickets happens is like that. Or after, when the doors open at 8, oh, you can okay. still go in and eat, yeah. but after a certain point, it's just for the concert, and that's when it just, basically, it's just a bar. Yeah, from, yeah. Some night, the show started at 9. 30 and okay anyhow i don't know how to explain my the, it got to a point where and then on top of that i when i paid the money for the booth it's a little tiny booth yeah they there's nowhere they make it look like you get that booth yeah and it would be me and my wife was there other people sitting in other the booth people we got there first thank god yeah and sat on the right side facing the stage facing the stage so about 15 minutes later, here comes the other people, and they sit down, and the look on their faces, the disgust of having to sit with us. <laughs> Let's not use their real name. Let's just call them um, Licky and Macy. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I got, I'm going to pause it because you got to tell me their real name. So Licky and Macy. Nice people. Yeah. He had a lovely red Trump's hat on. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, but but it's like my thing that I've always say: when you just sit and talk to people, you can get along with anybody. Oh yeah, as yeah. Long as you don't bring up, bring up politics and religion, and they we got along great. Yeah. She though, Macy was very upset. Yeah. And she did her good job of not. She tried to do a good job of not showing her disdain for us at having gotten there and Before sat. Before and sat, yeah. And it's like she really wanted to – I could see the wheels turning. It's like she's trying to think of a way to get us to switch. Yeah. and But there's no justifiable way first no. first serve. And it is kind of crap because the seat she was sitting in, she couldn't see the stage at all. Yeah. One, because her back's turned. And two, they have a big post right there oh, wow. holding the ceiling up yeah and when she turns her head to look at the stage all she sees is a post which i think the venue should do something about that yeah yeah because they did they spent equal amount of money and i'd have felt the same way yeah they should i mean they could easily call it out on the ticket like uh, you said you bought a ticket for it they could easily call it out whenever you buy your ticket as a stage facing view or a stage or, or not stage that. facing view because it's not right honestly in my opinion it's not right for somebody that's not facing the stage to say to pay the same amount as somebody that is pay, facing the stage because that's yeah. what you're there for obviously if you're buying the ticket for said event then yeah, dude, I would have been. You, you would have heard if that would have been me. I, would, I, was, I wouldn't have been. No, she proceeded to make a big like, deal out of it. I don't blame her. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame her. And had things proceeded differently throughout the night, at one point I was actually considering my little wheels. Like, how do I be a nice guy and yeah. not screw myself? Because immediate thought was, well, do y'all want to sit over here? Yeah, I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. No, because, because then you'd be screwing yourself. I'm screwing myself over. Yeah. It's not fair. I, we actually. We're going to get there when the doors open and went and got her seat. Yeah. But as I could, I've seen if things had been a little bit nicer and calmer. They were probably cussing you. They were probably like, this guy, he's from Texas, thinks he's entitled to everything. We're yeah. <laughs> coming up and being in Oklahoma, watching our great country and western music. And just they, they were nice people. We yeah. had a lot to talk about. Got along great. Yeah. The whole time, she was just like... She's going up and grabbing my wife. Even like, hey, why don't we see if we can just get a chair to sit at the end of the table? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she and my wife got up to go problem solve. Nope, that'll block the aisle. Because, you know, there's a t- there's yeah. just an aisle. And the wait staff have to go through and fire regulations and stuff. I understand that. Yeah. She went up and talked to the owner. See, that? that's another thing. They already knew the owner because they yeah. know their regulars there. Okay. I'm surprised the owner just didn't because I don't have a high opinion of him now either after some because he could have dealt with this whole night. Yeah. If he'd have just paid attention, he could have done something to show a little bit of respect. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, I know this is making, I'm making it sound like it's me, me, me. I'm disappointed because all, the, anyhow, these people who were really nice people proceeded to get so drunk, <laughs> she was bouncing around the entire place drunk off her butt really? talking in the high, highest level of voice uh, over the music yeah i just wanted to i'm not a violent person but i was very close to going over here to this table and kicking somebody in the face and saying, yeah. show some gd respect to this man because you don't know you're in you and this is literally i'm not exaggerating in my opinion he is in. He's at the level of greatness of just about anybody can be as a songwriter. Yeah, I don't care if you don't like the music. The songwriting is what's the quality there, and and you know, if it was a rapper or if it was a metal guy, and they're disrespecting him. Yeah. Now I get it. 
if you're sitting, if it's Michael Sparkman sitting on stage play, trying to play guitar and singing and it's at a cafe, I get why everybody would talk. Yeah. But Chris Knight and Austin Cunningham, who's from Garland, Texas, who is also a singer-songwriter, probably best known for his actual songs. Yeah. He was a <clears throat> support guitarist, and he was playing, like, next level. Oh. It was so, so amazing. Yeah. Anyhow, my biggest frustration was not with the fact that my night was ruined, that I didn't. And then another lady sat down with this. My wife let this nice little old lady and all she wanted to do was talk about the frog legs she had in this plastic, because she'd already finished a bottle of wine. Yeah. And, but she had all five, the, all the CDs the guys had done, and she's going to get them all signed. And it's all, she, it turns into all this, this, this merry-go-round of carnival of just people <laughs> talking. And like the best song would come on. And then there's this guy, this drunk guy that had like 10 shots of tequila behind me. And I actually forgave him because he got up and made a whole deal in the middle of the show, stops the show. I'm getting married tomorrow. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this young guy, I, I'll forgive him. Yeah. Cause he's, but everybody else around, I, I, I loathe everybody <laughs> at the venue. But the thing is all the people that spent extra money that had the nice seats, they were the problem. Yeah. My wife said she went, walked to the back at one point where it was just general admission. Those people were just sitting there, watching the show yeah these privileged entitled people with their extra money that thinks just because they can buy the seat that they can just ruin the experience for one the songwriter anyhow there's one point where i almost started i was sitting there and i'm watching him play and i can't hear a damn word he's saying yeah and i almost i almost teared up a little bit and not out of pity for myself but out of Man, I was like, dang it, man. This well, it guy, pisses you off because it ruins it for everybody else. It ruins man. it for everybody else. Yeah. And I was like, this guy deserves more than this. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't get the big record contracts. He doesn't get the big concert deals because he's, he's not that big a deal. I get it. I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, other musicians get it that he's this guy. Because I talked with the Austin Cunningham guy afterwards. I said, can you tell me your name? He's, oh, Austin Cunningham. I was like, I know who you are because I've heard of his name. I've heard songs by him. He plays in this area all the time. You'll see his name up on venues. He's, he's a, he's a, you know, a, a great guy. He's like, yeah, I don't normally do this support kind of thing. Yeah. But for this guy, I'd do <clears throat> anything. Yeah. And I was like, well, who wouldn't? And he's like, <laughs> right. and he looked at me. And he's like, exactly. This, yeah. this guy to be asked to play for him is just amazing. Oh yeah. 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 And, uh, Okay, fast forward. Wah, wah, wah. Ruined my night. I wouldn't have mattered had it not been this one person. And uh, so we get up there, and it's over. And I jump up, and I'm, like, ready to get out. Well, guess who's wanting to get out faster? Oh, yeah. Chris Knight jumps off the stage and is headed towards – and this is not a big place. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going out. I'm just going to go outside and get some air. Yeah. And guess there's – all the, the guitarist and Chris are over in this little corner by this – Chris has got his coat on. Other guy's, like, talking to him and motioning towards, the like, the merchandise area. And Chris Knight's just shaking his head. Yeah, he wasn't even. Re- he wasn't even. So he that's that's kind of that's kind of odd because a lot of times, you know, little shows like that, they'll go next to the merch booth and sit there that's and sign crap and well, hang he had out said for a during second. the show. He'd be right over there by the merch booth. Yeah, and it sounded like he had changed his mind. Like he was ready to bolt out. And no, out he's of there. like he's like 
as like he, I think he was pretty much saying, I'm out of here. He had yeah. his coat on. Yeah. And was by the door. And this guy, and as soon as, it, like I said, Austin left from talking to him, I caught his eye. I said, I just want to say I'm sorry for everybody here because that was, that was the worst experience I've ever, you were, you're awesome, but that was, I don't see how you did it. Yeah. And he said, I don't either. Yeah. And then this other lady walked up. I said, I don't see how you put up with it. And he's like, I didn't either. I was like, well, I just want to thank you for, for doing what you do. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm sorry you had to get that disrespect. And he looked at me like, thank with thanks. And then this other lady came up. He's like, no, I'm, I'm out of here. He's like, oh, she's like, oh, you're leaving. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, and I, I think I feel bad because I stopped him. Yeah. And delayed him enough for this lady to talk to him. And that's when, okay, wait, that's two real fans right there. Then my wife comes up. Yeah. Now my wife has this special relationship with Chris Knight <laughs> to point that, uh, she calls him her other husband. <laughs> now I introduced her when I, we got together. I, one of the songs I made on this, I mean, back when you did mix lists and stuff. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. One of the songs was his. Yeah. And then I, we went to see him in 2006 and, uh, that's the show. That's a whole nother story where she scared him to death because she was so excited to see him. This, this look of fear came over because <laughs> she hadn't enjoyed the night. Let's just say and she was <laughs> not necessarily in control of herself. And, she just jumped on him and gave him this big hug. And I don't think this guy's used to getting big hugs from fans yeah. and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but anyhow, that is a different story. Well, she comes back and she's like, I'm going to give you a hug. And he just looks at her and says, okay, come give me a hug. <laughs> he said, the last time I saw, I met you, I scared you. And he's like, I don't remember. I see people. Yeah, dude, it's, you it's, see people. Everything's it's, blank. It's like a blank face. I was going to say with him, he might, he might remember faces and stuff like that. But like from 2006 to 2020, he's seen like, so many, people. so many faces and so many different interactions. And he's probably been scared by about same, 50 different chicks at some point in time. Heard the same bit. story over and over and yeah. over and over. And anyhow, then this other, then she talks to him and then between her and the, my wife and this lady wanting stuff signed, he's like, I'll, I'll sign it for you. Yeah. You want some, I'll sign it for you. Then I'm out of here. And he's like, hold on. I, it's like something about a pen. He's like, the pens are over at the merch desk. <laughs> so I, I leave. Yeah. I go outside because I don't want to be around any of those other people in there still. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like grab pen sign and he'd be leaving. No, he ended up getting stuck in there. Oh no! And because uh, I went back in there in a little while and found a wife, she was still waiting in line. And you know, I, a guy in front of, and I think he probably appreciated the opportunity because that's where he got to see the people that actually that cared were in about the him. back that didn't get a chance to get the expensive seats. I mean, I heard so. this one guy <clears throat> that was in front of my wife in the line saying, "Dude, can I buy you a shot?" He's like, "No, I'm fine." Yeah. <laughs> I, that's my first time for Crawford. My wife says, I want to buy him a beer. I said, baby, he's got a whole bucket full of beer. And my wife yells at me, can I buy you a beer? And he's like, I've been drinking water. He picks up a beer. I've just been drinking my water all day like I do. It's just funny. I mean, I'm like, you don't have to go buy him a beer. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Quit spending he's my money. <laughs> he's, there's like eight beers in that bucket, and he's on through half of them. Let's let him finish the show at least. <laughs> right. And, uh, but the way I was like, I just want to let you know, my, I don't know what it is about you, but after my wife died, oh, this wow. is a guy younger than me. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm in my mid forties and this guy's probably late thirties, early forties. Since my wife died, your music somehow got me through, helped get me through this entire period in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> how, I mean, that's also, and then, I mean, how heavy of a thing is that for somebody to like? Oh, dude, it's, you? it's, it's insane, man. Like, cause I had, you know, moments where people came up and told me that, like, you know, if it wouldn't have been for, you know, this song or whatever. Yeah. Y'all, cause y'all did have some songs I could see where people <clears throat> could identify. Yeah. That we could give them support, you know, and they could identify with it. And that's the thing. I, anyhow, we got through all that and survived. And, yeah. But I just felt, I was just, it's just like such a disappointment. Yeah. And that sucks, man. And like, it sounds like, it sounds like he did well with it. Like, it sounds like he did really, really well with it because it, I would have had a much different reaction and actually probably would have called the owner over and asked him to move those people that were sitting up front because that's, that's just uncalled for. Well, I know I've heard, I've listened to live recordings, but the bootleg recordings that of some other people that I like and they'll just stop the show and say, yeah. or look, and one of them, one of the guys said, you know what? This is narcissistic of me, but, um, I kind of got the idea that everybody paid money to listen to me and not you. So you can either, <laughs> you can either, you can either listen to me and be quiet yeah. or you can leave. Well, I'll give you the money back. See, I played, I, pl- I played many rooms, but never one that had actually like, this is your seat and this is where you're yeah. sitting at type rooms and stuff like that. I played rooms with seats, but it was all general admission, like the Ridgely theater, theater and stuff like that and Fort Worth and blah, 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 blah. But like, man, like things like that. And like, I played many rooms that there's only like maybe five people in there. And that's, those are like the toughest things to do, t- toughest things to handle because then you have such a small audience that it's very, you know, focused on you and stuff like that. And I couldn't imagine having a table full of assholes that's the, around that's the nicest like, word you can yeah. use because yeah they, i was gonna say something else because it sounded like they were something else but I was they like, never no, once they would glance at the stage and then continue their their whole see why, why even spend the money to sit there then if that's the case exactly yeah i mean that that somebody go, else go stand at the bar yeah because all you're doing all they were doing is just drinking non-stop yeah and getting wasted and talking louder and louder ah, and, it just aggravates the hell out of me yeah. Yeah. Well, that group, my wife actually did confront one of the guys. Oh, really? During the show and said, could you just show some something? And after the show, one of yeah. these girls, my wife had gone back up. To, she was headed that way to the merch table to get signed. And one of these girls said, I'm going to show this lady not to talk to my man. Oh, geez. And she walked in. You know my wife. Yeah. You, you know my wife. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. she's not going to. She's not going to take this. I don't crap. care if you're a man or a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're done yeah but anyhow so this is how small it was this literally a 10 square feet 20 square feet area that there's the stage here's their table here's the merch thing so my wife is walking back up by the stage austin cunningham's up there he's like picking all the stuff up and wrapping up the cables and he's doing he's basically doing the job also of being the roadie yeah getting all the gear put away and this girl walks up, I hear you got a problem with us. <laughs> and my wife's like, no, I don't have a problem unless it's you just being disrespectful and not giving these artists a proper listening and treatment and everybody that paid hard money to come listen to a show. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't have a problem with you if it wasn't for that. Yeah. And the girl just was, my wife said she just didn't, she just kind of like. She couldn't fathom it. She couldn't understand how to deal with yeah. that kind of but an answer. Somebody would, yeah. She wasn't expecting the retaliation. She just thought that it's, you know, it's, it's, and that's what happens with <laughs> with situations like that is people don't realize that, hey, the person that you're going to go talk to, you just might actually have an opinion of their might own. Might actually that's be what, justified in yeah, their Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the guy out there said, uh, I appreciate you saying that to my wife. Yeah. And we ended up, he's like talking to him. And this is before I had walked back in to try to, like, this is taking a long time. Is she in there, you know, fight? Yeah. It actually crossed my mind. I could see something being said. And no, no, she was actually talking to him. And then I walked up to talk to him after that. And, but he gave her the set list. Oh, yeah. And Chris, <laughs> I said, Tell Chris Knight that you didn't just snatch that up because the first thing out of his words when she handed that to him said, did you steal this? He's like, no. I said, make sure you use this guy's name. Yeah. No, and everything's fine. That's, Everybody, that's, it was all in a kind of positive note because good interactions with the actual people, the artists. Yeah. Good. Got to see some actual fans that actually cared. And my wife got to put this little, I can't use words like this. Yeah person yeah in her place and ho- hopefully maybe the next time they go out somewhere they'll behave better because beavis and butthead would have called him a biatch yeah yeah, yeah. Which, which that's safe to say you know well <laughs> we've been listening to billy eilish concert over and over because lila i can't get lila, into her lila man. loves her so much and she was on awesome <clears throat> city limits oh okay. and there's a part where she goes she's i'm sorry i'm sorry sock b b the b word yeah but she says bish <laughs> so my wife drops Lila off at school and she says bye and Lila goes bye bish <laughs> because you know the soft a, 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 yeah 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 oh yeah she doesn't know well dude I got in trouble I remember one of my one of my most vivid memories of being a kid is I don't know where mom and Steven were and I think it was before my sister was born like I was really young and we lived in town at the time and uh Mom and Steven were out somewhere, and me and Dad were at home. We had, like, the windows open on the house. It was nice and bright, and we had been cleaning or something like that. And it was it was definitely before Amanda was born, my sister, before yeah. she was born, because her room was still, like, the toy room slash where we kept the stereo. And we had Charlie Daniels playing on the stereo, and it oh, was yeah. Devil Went Down to Georgia. And I'm in the kitchen. My dad's making us a couple of sandwiches for lunch. Yeah. And I'm in the kitchen dancing around my dad, listening to The Devil Went Down to Do- Georgia. And he goes, I told you once, you son of a gun, I'm the best it's ever been. Of course, it's not son the of a gun. The earliest recordings weren't, though. He no, cleaned no, up it, his performances it, and later in Yeah, life. I cleaned that up just then, just because, yeah. because it was still the SOB. Just like Johnny Cash used to use the... Yeah. yeah, and I I sang right through it and didn't think anything about it because he says it in the song. But my song. dad stopped making the sandwich. He looks at me. He goes, "What'd you say?" And I said, <laughs> "So of course I repeat it because I'm like he says it in the song." And dad just grabs me by the arm and just proceeds to wear my little ass out with yeah. his belt and stuff like that. You know, so, I love your dad so much, but he's a big dude. He is. All, he was terrifying as a kid, man. Well, you're so small, and he's what? How yeah, tall is he? He's six, like six 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 seven somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. You didn't want to make yeah, Big you're Dave mad. three feet tall and it's he's <laughs> twice your size, you know. It's, yeah, and he's got that dad voice that no, you know, he can really turn it on yeah. like super yeah. quick, you know. But yeah, no, dude's a sweetheart though. But like, yeah, he like as a kid, it was like, good God, 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that was... Uh, speaking of which, hey, everybody, welcome to 2BT. I'm David. I'm uh, Michael. We're 30 minutes into it, just about. But, yeah, man, that was the thing whenever he was a kid. was Whenever I was a kid, it was, shh, don't wake Dad. You know, he was he was working... Uh, he worked nights. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I remember For that. For a long time. Oh, God, It was yeah. almost like, it's several years before I actually saw your dad. Yeah. Other than at a other family... Other than family function. Function, and, like and he was usually tired because no, it was yeah. his time to be asleep. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, man, and uh, I remember one time we were over at the house, and we had that jungle gym out back, and we had been, like, kicking the... Dude, it was just like... I don't know if it was the same day or if it was two different occasions, but there was one where Danny kicked the soccer ball and broke the window to my parents' bedroom while my dad was sleeping. And you want to talk about crazy, because he came busting out of the house thinking that it was me or Steven, and it was actually Danny that had done it. And I was just like, oh, my God, of course, we're pointing to Danny. And, of course, he kind of, like, calmed down then, because, yeah. like, I mean, what's he going to do? <laughs> like, yeah, you what's know? going to do to Danny? I mean, he faced the wrath of Ruth Ann. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all like that. But there was one time, dude, we were so young, and we were uh, playing on the jungle gym out back and we're just being loud as hell and i remember i was swinging i was swinging on the swing but i had the swing going across my belly so that way i could uh, you know hit the ground and use my feet to push off and go even higher and use my feet to push off just keep going like running or whatever and uh we were we had been saying something we've been talking about moby dick or something like that Uh i think we'd all seen the movie moby dick for whatever reason and then we had said would do like there she blows and we go there she she it was the saying of the day that kept making us laugh you know how kids do oh yeah it was like the saying of the day was there she blows she blows out of my butt and we were talking about farts <laughs> and dude we thought it was the most funniest thing in the world and so we're outside and we're going there she blows she blows out of my butt and it's like non-stop and ruth ann comes out oh, of the back no. porch. oh yeah because you didn't say words like that around Where her no she still doesn't like them and i'm like 43 dude oh, no. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, look, dude, I'm old enough to say crap and damn and, and a bunch of other things. Not around me. You <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But dude, like, dude, she heard that and she grabbed him by the arm and just like proceeded to just wear him out. Yeah. Like, it was bad news. I've got I felt, a story I felt, similar to that. I probably shouldn't tell because. I don't know how retroactive CPS can step in <laughs> on my mom. Cause I got, we're, we're 30, 40 years out, man. I got in trouble once. Good. Yeah. I got in trouble once for something I didn't even do. And I'm talking, I got a... They involved a dog leash and a chain on the dog leash. Oh, wow. And I got a beating for something that... And I was actively telling Dan Clifton, Milton, and this girl that lived across the next door, stop throwing... My mama said, stop throwing rocks in the ditch because she's got them. <laughs> and I get called in the house. Yeah. And immediately get wailed on. Because you were the policeman. No, because I was... Because I was... She assumed I was also throwing rocks. Oh, okay. Because she had told me not to do this, so I was telling them stop it because I don't want to get in trouble, and I still get in trouble. And she oh, denies yeah. it to this day. She denies it, and it was bad. <laughs> I'm talking. She whipped me so bad. Oh man. Sorry. Nah, that's all right. But it was as bad as it sounds. Cause she, that woman had a temper on her. <laughs> I mean, I, you had to be. If you better be good. Oh yeah. Well, that was like. Dude, there's, there's, I got two. I was probably age range. I was probably like 10, yeah. nine, 10. I got, I got two and this was probably about, it's probably close to 40 years ago because we were, we were kids. I was, it was probably not quite yet 40 years because I would have been three at the time. So it was a little bit older. Uh, but me and Steven were playing the Empire Strikes Back and then we had those captain's beds in our bedroom. Yeah. 
And uh, I was sitting on my captain's bed, and of course it's got the Empire Strikes Back bed sheets on it. And I look at him, and I'm playing Han Solo. I said, "I'll see you in hell." <laughs> and he looks at me, he goes, "Um," and runs off. And I was like, "What the oh, hell?" No. So of course here comes Mom in, just proceeds. Apparently, I cussed a lot as a little kid. So here comes <laughs> Mom in. Here comes Mom in. She beats him. Yeah, she beats the hell out of me or whatever. And I was just like this bastard man he just like <laughs> ran off and told on me while we were playing because oh. that's the type of relationship that steven and i had you know well anyways <laughs> fast, little potty fast, mouth though. fast forward fast forward about maybe two three weeks later i dude i remember this so vividly because uh, it was like seriously just like a couple of weeks later we're in we're in the bedroom playing and you know you always see on cartoons and how they can like jump off of things and then if they land on a pillow they're totally fine and yeah, we had a pillow yeah pillow from my bed on the floor and we were jumping off my bed and onto the pillow and thought it was thought it was great and i was like you know what i'm gonna jump off the bed and i'm gonna land on my butt on that pillow and it's gonna be perfectly soft no it's not gonna hurt at all and i didn't know this it's like i'm four or five years old jump off the bed and i land flat on my butt didn't even let the feet hit the ground first or anything like that dude just flat on my butt yeah. on the pillow and it knocked the breath out of me of course it scared the crap out of me so i immediately just start crying because i can't breathe just yeah. like that whole like breathless like ah, yeah you can't even make a noise <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah mom's got that weird sixth sense from, of a mom that she knows that something's gone wrong or whatever because i guess it either a got super quiet real quick or she did wind up hearing my scream she busts in our room because we had the door closed. She busts in our room, doesn't even ask any questions, dude. Just grabs my brother and starts beating the hell out of me. Bro, wow. <laughs> oh, my. God. Grabs him by the arm, dude, and just starts waylaying, just smacking him on the ass. It's like, that's oh, what, it's you, like, get. That's what back, you get for man. going and telling him. It's like, you get... didn't mean for that to happen, but it was just a oh, justification. Oh, yeah, so right much, man, so much. It was greatness. I loved it. Well, I didn't mean to extend us into the. I, I, I wanted to talk to you about this to make sure I yeah. wasn't overreacting. No, I, because, I, I you know, had it been like, at had all. it been a band playing rock and roll, heavy, loud, it wouldn't have bothered me because I wouldn't have heard these oh, people. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. And that's the thing that you got to understand, man. Like, you got to, okay, like, as as somebody like myself that's been to plenty of shows and played plenty of shows, like, you have the two different types of audiences, yes. man. Like, you can go and have a good time, get hammered, be loud, have a good time, man. But show respect to the artist that's on stage at the same time. So if you're setting up front and you're at an acoustic show, you can have a good time. You can talk with your friends. You can cheer. You can laugh. Pay attention. If you're sitting on the front row and it's like just a step up, a small stage, a small venue, pay attention to the artist that's on stage. Yeah, or else leave that area and leave it for somebody that actually cares. Other than that, like you should be in the back. If you want to hang out and party and be loud and stuff like that, hang out at the bar, man. This way you can have the music in the background because somebody else is going to enjoy that a lot more than what you will. One of the places y'all used to play regularly, I can't remember the name now because it went through different name changes. Oh, yeah, probably like Groovy Mule. Groovy Mule. Rain. Yeah. 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 That was a, so the situation was if you were a fan, you hung out down by the stage. Yeah. But then if you wanted to be up by the bar way in the back, it didn't cause a problem if you had oh, to no. talk. Yeah. Or just wanted to carry on because of the setup. But this is like party crowds in the front and the fans are in the back, which is completely backwards. Oh, yeah. 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 No. It's, yeah. It was, that's, that's crazy, man. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, F it. 
like I'm glad that it sucks that that happened because I feel bad for the artist himself because that's dude that's a horrible situation to be mm-hmm. in because you got people that actually want to hear it but you've got this distraction sitting up front of you that's just thinks it's kind of like going to see a comedian and you got the heckler in the crowd yeah yeah you know that thinks that they're just as funny as a comedian it's like you still paid money to get in here yeah. you realize that current yeah. people I'd compare to him to in quality of songwriting is. Jamie Johnson, who is a great songwriter, but he's he had he hit it big. He, I mean, he was the same kind of guy. He was a songwriter that sold his songs for other people, had more success. Yeah, but he's broke through through this same and is doing pretty good for himself. Other uh, person I compare him to is Sturgill Simpson. Okay, because Sturgill Simpson late in life decided, okay, I'm going to stop this career of working at a railroad yard and give it a chance. And he's but he's had like huge success. Yeah, Chris Knight also. 20 years ago at age 37, he quit his oh, job wow. and decided, I'm going to pursue a career in music. Yeah. 37. Holy crap, dude. And he's since then has been touring and writing and he's, I'm sure he's doing fine. Yeah. Because like I said, people record his stuff and it becomes huge hits on the radio. Yeah. You just will never know his name. Just like Towns Van Zandt. You've heard a Towns Van Zandt song. It just oh, God, yeah. wasn't probably his version of it. It yeah. was somebody else's. Willie Nelson singing Poncho and Lefty or something yeah, like that. Along yeah, along those lines. Yeah. So that's what makes me feel bad is because he, he's, I'm sure he's doing well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those songwriters can actually make quite a bit. I'm and sure. They, I bet it's a nice, nicer in a way because you do have an anonymity. Yeah, exactly. I can't do it either. Anonymity? I think you're, yeah, that sounds good enough to me. Anonymity? And anonymity, see anonymity, anonymity, and yeah, that what you said just then because I, I was like I, I know the word and yeah. I, I know I can say it, but since you're having trouble with it, I'm not going to be able to spit it out. It's just anonymity, anonymity, and and we just found this, the, the the title of this, this episode, anonymity. Uh, <laughs> we're just, just a bunch of dashes in there. We're, we're just sitting here. Anonymity, but anyways, man, I gotta say, dude, I'm kind of I'm kind of envious. I'm super envious of the nerdy legion dudes right now. C two E two. I know it, dude. Yeah, I'm envious. I'm super envious, but I'm also like going like better you than me. They because have so much fun up there. It's so cold up there right now, though, too. Is it? I don't know. I haven't looked at the thing, but I was up there last year in April. And I about froze, dude. Yeah. Like, I've never experienced cold like that before. And I can just imagine that Chicago at the end of February, beginning of March, that I'm sure it's pretty stinking cold up there. And so I just kind of want to tell them I'm very envious of them. I'm so glad that they're going to do it. I want to see more pictures. I want to see more. I've seen loops. some pictures, but I haven't seen that. Many yeah, dude, that's the same here. Like I haven't seen that many. Not not as many as what they posted last year. So I'm kind of disappointed with them just a little bit because they haven't really posted that many pictures. And I'm going to have to say, Martin and 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 Ronnie and and all of you guys that are all up there that I know you're all up there. Like I need to see pictures. And I hope that they're getting to go to that. Uh, that Jay and them are getting to go to that uh, comic shop again. I think they did. That's I in, think uh, I saw it. I did. They went. They, I think they went before. Okay, that's in Wisconsin or whatever. I think they were headed up there beforehand. Cowabunga! Yeah, Cowabunga Comics. Comics which yeah. sounds like an amazing place. I know, dude. I love listening to that episode that they did yeah, last year on, yeah. on basically just going to that oh, comic book he store. He got the black because he's Jay's like a huge loving Rockets fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he bought and that entire he got like like it's like me finding a bunch of early Conan yeah. for next to, or 
paying for them even, but he. But they're he all got them at there. such a cheap price too. Apparently, yeah. too. Yeah, this is so, an adventure. Oh God, yeah. yes. Things like that. I love it when you f- do like finds like that in the wild, man. To me, that's what collecting is all about. Whenever you can run across finds like that in the wild, that you're just like, oh man, that's freaking awesome. And then you can just, especially if you had the funds to where you can just pick that up, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think that was a, like a head scratcher for him for a minute because, but it's like a no brainer also. Oh yeah, because yeah. you're not going to ever get the opportunity to find that deal like you got oh it's god like, yeah 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 so I'm, I'm excited to hear the podcasts that come out of that because right now i'm, I'm oh, there'll like, be some good ones yeah i'm they, sure that they, they got to, they've got to see cullen bunn oh okay uh, yeah i don't know if you ever listened to bungalow i haven't it's listened cullen to that one wife, i need to check that one out so dang funny oh <laughs> his wife is so funny awesome and anyhow he and he's a great writer he's been right doing some valiant work yeah recently which we need to make them go to Kuma's Corner is what we need to do. Yeah. We should probably send them a direct message on Twitter here in just a second. In fact, I might pause it and tell <laughs> pause it and send a thing to to Ronnie and Martin right now and be like, look, guys. See, I don't know if Martin's there or not. Oh, is he? He, oh, okay. I wasn't sure if he had or not. I just knew that he's like usually part of that crew that he, goes up he, there. He was there last year, I know. Yeah. I know Ronnie's there. I know Dewan's there. I know Jay's there. Dennis. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I saw Dennis got a print. I can't remember who the print was by. He got a, or not a print. Terry Moore. Terry Moore. He got a, yeah, an original sketch by Terry, Terry Moore. Terry Moore, yeah, Texas <clears throat> uh, comic book star. Yeah. He's great, great independent uh, artist and writer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's good. I, I need to get you some of his stuff and let you read well, it. Well, I saw the, I saw the sketch that he had. The sketch that he had was amazing. Oh, he's like, a, I was like, holy artist. crap, dude. Like, that's Terry a, Moore's amazing artist. Oh, God, yeah. 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 But I was just like, uh, like I said, I'm just super envious of him right now because it's like, I would like to go to C2E2 sometime. I think it'd be a really cool show to go to, but I just really want to go back to Chicago. So it's yeah. like, I just, and the whole yeah. reason why is like one of the reasons why is because I Kuma's really Corner. want to go back to Kuma's Corner again. That's, 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 that's uh, such good food. Man. That's high praise for a place because, if you yeah. really crave if the food, one place you crave it that much. It's not, oh yeah, eh, most people are like, oh, it's a burger joint. Eh, yeah, you can get that right here, but you probably you can't. You can't not to, not. I mean, there's a burger joint that I went to a couple of weeks ago, and I think I talked about it. Oh yeah, that Kenny's or whatever. That, I know you told me that was really yeah. good, man. It was really really good, but like it's not the same. I want to go back and get that burger that I had that I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was like. Blackened chicken waffles and like, oh a, man, yeah, it's just good. It's oh man, it's so good. And and you can't beat fresh Giordano's pizza either, man. Like, yeah. I'm making my mouth water sitting over here talking about stuff. I gotta quit talking about food. Yeah. Uh, but man, like this week has just been like, I got my I got my Star Wars night ticket to Disney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I know I messaged y'all about my yeah. Like, it's so bad, dude. Well, I know you had a really, there was something that really was, you got scared one night. Yeah. Well, see, the, okay, so I got scared because I had been going to the Blasted Disney website with the the nights because they have, like, these different nights that they do. One of them's Villains Nights. One of them's, like, 80s Nights. One of them's, like, a, a Pixar Night, I think, that they're doing and all, like, this type of stuff. So they do these different nights where they actually shut down the park at, like, 6 o'clock, and I think they reopen it. Or something like that. I think they reopen it at like eight and then they go from eight to midnight where it's just the ticket holders to this Star Wars night or villains night or yeah. Pixar night. And that's it. 
that's all that they allow in. Well, I'd been going and checking the blasted uh, thing daily for since it was announced, right? And when it got announced like maybe like two months ago. So I've been going daily checking to see if these tickets were on sale because I had not seen an announcement saying that had been that these had gone on sale or when they would go on sale or anything like that. I skipped one day. Yeah. I forgot about it. I got busy the entire day. I skipped one day and then I see a post on Facebook and I was like, what? And so I go and I I look at it and it says sold out. And I was oh. like, I was like, dude, like I don't even know how to explain this because I'm already starting to have memory of not memories, but dreams about like the, the exclusives and crap like that. And it's like anxiety dreams. And I wake up and I'm like, okay, no, you're good. You're good. You're a Hasbro plus member. So maybe you can like get into the line that way. And you know, I like this type of stuff. Wow. Like it's stupid. They're anxiety dreams. And I wake up like freaking out. So I wake up or I checked it and it said sold out. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is impossible. How is this already sold out? I've been checking this stupid thing for like two months and and nothing. And then I miss it one day and it's already sold out. And then I look, I start reading the thing. It went on sale that day for the annual passes for the annual pass holders. Yeah. So they got a, a day early buy on them. Of course, they didn't release all the tickets just a select few of tickets for the, the annual pass holders. So I was like, all right, cool. And it actually said like tickets will be on sale on, I think it's like February 20th. <clears throat> I was like, well, shoot, that's tomorrow. I wake up at five o'clock in the morning anyways for work. So as soon as I wake up, I'll get my pass. And so I woke up first thing in the morning, man. Usually like I'll, <laughs> Usually I wake up, my, my first alarm will go off at 5. Mm-hmm. My next alarm will go off at 5.10. Yeah, is that, and then my next alarm will go off at 5.15. It's a wake-up process, like yeah. slowly. Oh, yeah. And then I usually lay there in bed till about like 5.20. Let <laughs> guess you're up at 4.59. <laughs> no, like, no, I wasn't. But as soon as that, dude, I tell you, as soon as the alarm went off, Dave woke up. I was like, bing. Grab my phone. I was like, I got to get my ticket. So I got my ticket and like, dude, I had no problem whatsoever. But of course I was also buying it at five o'clock in the morning while most people were still asleep. True. But <clears throat> by noon it had sold out. I was like, I'm glad I went ahead and got my so ticket at five o'clock in the morning. The thing, like I guess a, so. Yeah. Like they probably went on sale at, yeah, I'm not sure what time they went on sale. I'm, I'm guessing they probably went on sale at, at midnight, maybe, uh, Western, is is my guess hmm. that would be my guess so two hours after uh so what two o'clock in the morning or something like that that's my guess because that would just be fair because it would be like midnight california time where it would be you know three o'clock in the morning back east yeah, and, yeah. you know two o'clock here and so on and so on but that's that's my guess so i got that well then the other day i'm sitting there i've got the disney app downloaded because this lady i work with she's uh she's one of the engineers out of work she's been out to disney quite a few times she told me she goes oh download the app you can start planning this stuff and start you know booking certain things like so many months out from your actual trip and i was like i was like all right cool so i can go ahead and start like Loading, you know, lining up, like make a reservation at like Savvy's workshop or whatever to build a lightsaber and stuff like that. But I can't do that yet, but I can eventually, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like I'll go ahead and do that. So I downloaded the app and I was sitting there and I was goofing around and it said, you know, tickets. And so I clicked the little tickets thing and there's my little Star Wars night pass. I was like, oh, that's pretty stinking cool. It already automatically uploaded that to the 
to the app after I logged, you know, use my Disney login or whatever. So I was like, ah, that's really stinking neat. So I was like, that's cool. I do that. And I noticed that my five day passes weren't on there because whenever I booked my, my trip to Disney, since I'm going to be out in Anaheim anyways for celebration, I went ahead and bought a five day pass. So that way I can use that, go to celebration, maybe go to Disney afterwards, you know, or go to celebration for a little bit and be like, I don't really have anything that I'm doing today. I'll just go spend the day over in Disney or whatever. You know, do that type of thing. So it's like, I'll get a five-day pass to go along with it. Plus, I'm taking the entire day of Monday mm-hmm. at, at at Disney. So I was like, all right, cool. So I did that, and I booked my room. I'm going to stay, of course, the Sunday night and then the Monday night and then come home on Tuesday. So yeah. I leave on I leave on Wednesday the 26th, my sister's birthday. I'll be gone over my sister, my nephew, and my dad's birthday. Because <laughs> like, you love them. Because <laughs> I love them. And I just love Star Wars more. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I've, I've been through like so many of their birthdays already as it is. You know, been through 43 of my dad's. <laughs> just another uh, one. Yeah. Dude. I'm sure. The thing is, to be honest, when you get to the, our age, yeah. it doesn't. Dude, to no me, like, I don't give a damn about birthdays. My birthday. I don't My, care. Yeah. I do not care. Somebody tells me happy birthday. I'm like, thanks, dude. I really do appreciate it. Because I do really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I, you know, birthdays used to be out, go out and get super hammered and, and party with your friends. Now it's like, I really just want to sit at home and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. How about somebody buy me dinner? And that's about it. This way I don't have to buy my own dinner that night. That's yeah, all I want. Yeah. I just want to hang out. And, you know, if somebody feels the need to tell me happy birthday, then kick ass, dude. You're an awesome person. Other than that, I really don't care about my birthday, man. I'm still going to get up. I'm still going to go to work. I'm still going to do my normal stuff. You the, know, the, the constant daily drone of life until yeah. we find our way to the grave right yeah exactly all i do is i work and think about vacation it's like star okay. wars yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> but anyways so I, I i booked my i booked my hotel and and got my passes all in one package right because I was like, I've got, I'm gonna be staying here, so I'm getting this five day pass, and so I'm starting. I'm always like, well, why aren't my tickets, my five day pass? Wasn't my five day pass showing up in my thing, mm-hmm. in my my app? Since my Star Wars pass, the you know, Star Wars night pass is already showing up there. Why isn't my five day tickets showing up there? So I started reading about it. And it says that all your paperwork and everything like that will be waiting for you at the front desk whenever you check into your hotel. And I was like, okay, oh, okay cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just, I've just got to call them or email them, but I'm going to call them because it's easy. confirm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to call them to see if they can go ahead and send my passes out to me early because the the hotel the stay at the, the stay at the resort is at the end of the ho- at the end of the whole like thing anyway. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and see if they'll send those to me. Well. So I, I call I call them instead of email because I wanted immediate answers instead of having to wait and see if they like emailed me back or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So, so I call the lady, or it's a lady that I speak to, but it's not necessarily you know I call Disney and mm-hmm. call their helpline or help desk or whatever you want to call it. And so I call them and I'm, I'm like, hey guys, this is what's going on. Like I booked to stay at the hotel and I'm I'm also doing a five day pass. Well, actually, I get into Anaheim on this date. But I'm not checking into the hotel till this date, and I have a five day pass, and I'm going to use that five day pass from you know this point in time because yeah, yeah. you don't have to use it five consecutive days in a row. You can use it on this day, and then you have like 13 days to use the other okay. five days on it. That's right? Good. 
So that's cool. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, that's why I did five days. Well, anyways, I call them up. I tell them what's going on. They're like, oh, well, you know, we can't send those passes. We can't send that pass out to you. It's, it's, it's for, you know, it's, it'll be with your paperwork, with your room. And I said, I understand that, but like, but I'm getting there, but early. I'm getting there early. How do I go about getting my tickets early? Because uh, I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm going to be there. And I'm, this is the whole purpose. And they're like, well, uh, since you paid for them all together, you can't get your passes until I was like, well, why doesn't it tell you that while you're checking out? They're like, oh, well, it does, but it's in the terms and agreement that you have to agree to. And I was like, hold on. So the terms and agreement that everybody just skips over because it's like eight paragraphs worth of stuff that's like in legal jar- jargon and like super small print that nobody ever looks at. They just see it and they go agree and skip on to the next thing. And a lady actually laughs. She goes, yeah, that's exactly where it's at. And I was like, are you kidding me? And she goes, no. I was like, dude, that sucks. I s-. She goes, yeah, I understand that, sir. And I was like, I mean, like, and you get a was, refund. <clears throat> yes. So I got a refund. So I immediately start going to like freak out mode. Cause I'd be like, I could see you getting really upset. Dude, I, I did. I started to get really upset, uh, but then I was like, okay. So you're saying I'm I can't show up at the hotel. Forget about sending me to me early. Yeah. I can't, when I get to Anaheim, I can't just show up and say, give me my stuff out of my paperwork. Yeah. Because it probably doesn't, there is probably no paperwork. It's all electronic. Probably, yeah, it's going to be all electronic. That's not going to get even printed out until I check in. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, no, they, they, I couldn't even do that. Yeah. Because it would be on my check-in date. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God. So I had to cancel the entire thing, which really upset me because I had it paid off. Yeah. Completely, totally paid off. Oh, crap. There's me being a noob again, slapping the hell out of the microphone because I like using, <laughs> I like using my hands more if I talk. So here I am, like, I immediately start going to like kind of like tiny freak out mode because I I like having things paid for. Yeah, like my trip is paid for. All I got to do is book my flight and I'm done. Other than that, everything is paid for. My half of the hotel that I'm staying at with Marianne and her sister. My celebration pass is paid for. My Disney hotel is basically all paid for. I only nice. put I only put half of it down because I was like I had to wait for the refund to hit because I already spent twelve hundred dollars on this whole stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And then plus, you know, couldn't buy my five day pass again until the refund hit and all like this type of stuff. So I've still owed Disney like four hundred something bucks, but that's easy to come up with. So I'm not too worried about that. I'm just going to take the money and put it into an account and just not touch it and just say it's there. You know, and then, yeah, yeah. Because I tried to go back on and pay it, but it won't let me finish paying off the room until I check in. Which doesn't make any sense because I was able to pay off the trip before I actually. That's what doesn't make any sense because I, I was keep able to running pay. into situations with other, and it's not just my things I deal with. Like just in a simple store, like at a convenience store or yeah. a gas station, and it's just the 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 rules that are imposed by the technology and the programs. It's like back in the day, if you just talk to a person and they could just take your name off of a list and move it over here and then, yeah. but now it's just can't, it's just so complicated. They did. They, they made it complicated by making it easy. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It's supposed to be easy, but they've just made it more complicated because now there's a lot more, you can't do this. Well, why can't I do that? Because that's how the system's set up. Well, that's dumb. Well, like, <laughs> like, I was like, like, why would I have, why would I, why would I buy a five day pass for a room I'm only going to be in for two days? 
because you were going to go for somewhere two, else afterwards. Yeah, for two nights. The only the only <clears throat> reason yeah. would be because you were <clears throat> moving to another hotel after. Yeah. And, of course, since I was paying for everything all together with the pass and the hotel and all like this, I had it at, like, a little bit of a discount, not much. Yeah. But, of course, so now it's all at full price and all, like, this good stuff. So That's like, stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. But, like, I did get the ticket. And, you know, of course, the more days that you add on to the pass, the cheaper it gets and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I went with the max pass and stuff like that and blah, 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 because it gave me one of the early mornings. Yeah. One of the magic passes or whatever. So that's good. So that means I can possibly get into like Galaxy's Edge, like stupid early in the morning while nobody else is. I mean, there's going to be people in there because it's going to be crawling with Star Wars fans. You know, so there's going to be people in Galaxy's Edge, but maybe I can get in there before it gets stupid busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's my idea for that Monday. And then I'm trying to see where if I book it, like most of the flights that I'm finding returning home, like there's a couple of early flights, but like, man, a lot of the stuff I'm finding is like <clears throat> late, like arriving late. Like there's one that's not arriving till like seven thirty, but it leaves. That's what I hate. I hate that California time change, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just have the anxiety. I don't have a problem flying. Yeah. My anxiety is making sure I'm at the airport on time. Yeah. Because when we went on a trip one time as overseas as in London, actually, and we're, we had to jump on a plane to go somewhere else. Yeah. It was like Ryanair. You pay 20 bucks and you can fly to Ireland. So we're like, duh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. the thing is, it's like we don't know the area and we had to ride a bus, of course. And so catching the bus, we had to be up at like four in the morning, go to walk to a bus stop. We missed the bus. Yeah. Go oh, to no. another bus stop, something like that. And then get to the airport. We don't know the airport. The airport is set up really weird compared to the way airports are here. Yeah. Anyhow, this ended up being a big deal and the, all that anxiety of what happens. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No, it. that's, that's what gets me also. Like, if I'm at the airport, I'm good. And then Tristan <clears throat> going through custom check-in and all that. Tristan had brought a water bottle in her luggage, her oh, carry-on. No. And it's like, everybody's getting checked, swabbed. <laughs> they, you know, they, they swab the interior of the co- Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're not making this. We're not making this. in your check baggage, We're man. not going to make the But we no. did, like, barely. Yeah. 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 What else is... You had some other stuff you want to talk about, though. Did you want to talk about the Bob Iger... Oh, man, like, that really kind of surprised me, because, uh, like, I, we can talk about some Bob Iger real fast, because... I just wanted your <clears throat> gut reaction to it, because, you know, we, we've we known he yeah. was stepping down at some point. Even in his book, he said that he had planned to retire, I think it was, like, 2018 or 2019, yeah. but he didn't, because he had so many irons in the fire with the Galaxy's Edge opening and the Disney Plus and things like that. He had actually, and like I said, he says in he, his book that he had actually intended to retire but he just didn't because he had so much crap going on yeah so him retiring didn't really shock me but it did shock me at the same time if that makes sense because like it was a very sudden just like hey bob argers uh stepping down as ceo effective immediately and this guy who has been running the parks the head of parks is now the ceo and bob Iger is going to be uh chairman of the board or something like that or head of the, what what did what title did he I wind don't up remember taking exactly, no. i think it's like chairman of the board or whatever and he'll take uh he'll be ahead of that role <clears throat> till what like 2022 or whatever and then he's officially done and retiring or whatnot so it did kind of it did kind of surprise me uh 
And I still say that that they've kind of done the same thing with Lucasfilm. They just haven't gone public with it because that's what they did with that's what they did with uh, uh, I can't think of his name that was that was the CEO before Iger. Uh, uh, I can't think of his blasted name. I want to say it starts with an S. <clears throat> um, yeah. Look at that. We magically paused and nobody even knew about it until I just said something about it. So, But I, I had to or find out. We. Or did we? But anyways, Michael Eisner. Eisner. Eisner was CEO and they kind of like went around and he was kind of like a figurehead for a little bit. But it was never made public that he was being removed as CEO. So he was still there. Iger was basically kind of running everything, but Iger hadn't officially stepped down yet. And then, you know, they, they came in, uh, Iger reached the end of his contract or said, he's done. Bob Iger's now the new CEO, even though Bob Iger had basically been kind of acting as a CEO for like a year at that point. Yeah. I still think that the same thing's going on with Kathleen Kennedy. I think that they're restructuring. I think that there'll be like some because it was yeah, there's too no secret that she's <clears throat> going to leave. Oh right? God, yeah, yeah. Well, and like, I mean, she she hasn't done a bad job, but she's not really a business type person. She's she's a producer of of blockbuster movies, but that doesn't mean that she's got the CEO mentality. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything bad about her. Like, I don't think that she's done a horrible job. I don't think she's done a great job. But at the same time, you know, I don't think that that position is right for her. You know, I'm not saying that she can't do it. I'm just saying that it's, you know, maybe not she the was, perfect fit for her. Let's she that was, way. But the position, regardless, was, I don't know if anybody could have done better. Yeah. Just because it's such a weird scenario. Yeah. Well, what she's had to deal with and the backlash over different things that not her. Not her. Fault. I just, I just think that they should have been a little bit more selective. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, and 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 part of that's also, you know, Iger and Disney's fault by having such an oppressive like schedule. Like, okay, well, we will release a movie in yeah. 2015. Yeah, we are giving you no time to develop a story and develop characters and stuff like that. We will release a movie in 2015, and guess what? The next one will be out in 17, and guess what? The next one will be out in 19. J.J. Abrams basically made them because they were going to do it in May of 2015. And Abrams told them, that's not enough time, dude. I've got to have more time. And so they were able to push it back to December, but they were not willing to give any more time after that. But I think I think Kathleen Kennedy had a, a little Freudian slip. And I, th- I, want, I know I've brought it up on here before. Yeah, you watched I, it. Yeah, I can't. I think I even played the audio for us yeah. or whatever. Where it was like 30-something minutes into the, the celebration panel on the Rise of Skywalker back in Chicago. This is it for me. Where she says, this is it for me. Yeah. Like, this is it for me. That's To me, that's probably a Freudian slip. Like, she knows she's out the door. She well, knows they're about to restructure here shortly afterwards. Co- coincidence that they just announced this. Oh, yeah. Star Wars, The High Republic. Exactly. Now, you want to talk about something that should have been done before all of this started? I don't know if you watched the video I sent you about the the announcement. They've actually spent a lot of time working on this project. Yeah. This is like they brought in a lot of creative people, writers. They did, man. People people like, what in this storyline would you like to explore in Star Wars past? Yeah. And it's set like several hundred years or a thousand years before during like the prime of of the height of the jedi yeah so, yeah yeah when yeah. the jedi weren't worrying about 
the Sith. They yeah. had I were going about the, the their business, and it's like set up to where they had their their main role, and then Galaxy's Edge, the outer reaches, the outer rim, yeah, where they had to deal with like these Viking like raiders and stuff. That and a lot of the Jedi on that out there are kind of along the lines of like this lone ranger that just kind of roams around trying to maintain order, yeah. which is cool. Well, that's what I thought was neat is they're like, well, what is besides the Sith? What is it that scare the Jedi? And I was like, that's kind of cool. I like that idea, that concept or whatever. And, and, and so it does kind of loan credence and, and cause you know, the, the whole Benioff and wise, mm-hmm. and the, you know, the yeah. reason why they brought Benioff and wise then is because, you know, they were not saying that it would have been a medieval, era type thing but it was just that it you know they're kind of they've had experience running something like a medieval time type yeah yeah set subject or whatever so it does make me really think that one of the things that they were going to tie into this the high republic because we've heard of the high republic possibly being a movie as well and so I really do think that they had actually brought in Benioff and Wise to tie into this High Republic and have either a a streaming series on on Disney Plus and or an actual movie yeah. to tie in with that comic book line, which would have been really cool. And I still hope that they do. Uh, it's uh, it's it's very neat though. But I need to go back and look at the thing because I did watch one video that was kind of like a a trailer type thing for this High Republic. Uh, but I, I didn't get a chance to look at the one that you sent because you sent it to me at work, and it's Pay hard for me to attention to the whiteboard that these people. I mean, it's like, oh yeah, I did see that when part. You see the detail, and they're breaking off into this and this leads to this and this and this and this, and it gets down to really tiny stuff. Oh yeah, like these that's that's the that's how you like brainstorm, and the whole purpose is kind of this is where the ideas for future movies even will sprout from. It's the, yeah, it's like it's coffee pot. It's percolating. These ideas are bubbling up in there, and oh, here's the one that's gonna they're because they're gonna let people write novels set in this time period, and this is gonna be the new Star Wars canon. Of course, I know that's gonna have a story editor running everything and overseeing it. Oh yeah, but that's the beauty of it. It's actual. That's what's they're awesome. They're giving yeah. it time to see if they can find anything in out of all these different brains. Yeah, not just one. Okay, Dave, here, you, uh, future of Star Wars is in your hands. Go. Yeah. Well, you got all these people. Well, and it's and like to me, that's what they should have done with the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Is they should have had maybe a whole collective of people and have the story pinned out on where it's going to go. Yeah. Instead Baloney, of just like instead, Favreau, of, yeah, Lucas when <clears throat> you still had a chance to talk to him. Oh yeah, no, exactly. And other people. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Just whoever. I mean, whoever is a fan. Yeah, and and they don't even have to be a Hell, fan. Just give me some good storytellers. Stephen Colbert. Yeah, <laughs> I'd listen to his ideas. <laughs> right. Like uh, you know, man. Like that's uh, well. I was going to say I, 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 I question the validity of oh, Stephen okay, Colbert okay. because he's he, more of a he's well, more of a Lord of the Rings. Well, that and he did pr- mispronounce Dagobah whenever he okay, was doing the whenever he was doing an interview, on. and I was just like, come on, dude. You wouldn't hold they, that against they, me yeah, because no, I, no, I can't no, pronounce no, any. No, I can yeah. I can barely pronounce Dagobah. I would I would be laughing because I would Dave. <laughs> right? Yeah, right, no. Dave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, man. Like it, it's like. I mean, I, I, you know, to me that 
you don't have to like be a huge fan of Star Wars to know how to tell a Star Wars you tale. Need, you need to know how to you tell just, a story. You just need to know how to tell a story and find the elements that make Star Wars Star Wars. See, okay, you just and said, that's what it is. I watched. I mean, they would have to do some research. Two awesome movies over the weekend. Yeah. One of them was the Tom Hanks. Um, yeah, I watched that last night. By the way, yeah, yeah, it's good. It is. Yeah, it's, yeah. Good. it's weird. It's different than what I expected, but I liked it. Yeah, that's, it, really it, it really kind of shocked me also. I really liked the whole way they would jump into a show and it would go down to that whole 4 3 aspect yeah. ratio and yeah. then it'd go back into the movie yeah. and it was like. It was really cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. But I watched Knives <clears throat> Out by Ryan Johnson. How was that, man? I, I hear it's freaking great. Okay, you and I both loved the movie, and a lot of people apparently didn't. The Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so thank Agatha Christie, like, or. Uh, that wasn't even a, yeah was it an yeah that's yeah that's Agatha Christie I'm pretty sure it was. like story and if it wasn't we're still gonna say it was yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll but I think it. that kind of story we'll but just wasn't written by her and yeah. it's it's very long but it's just a great movie and I'm like Ryan Johnson I just wish they just let him make like let him make a Star Wars movie don't yeah. give it any like part of okay Skywalker saga is done yeah now, he could go in and make a Star Wars movie. You can make knives out, star sabers out. Yeah. Well, like and like even the argument that I've heard lots of people say is is that like you know a lot of people would be totally fine with the Last Jedi if that hadn't have been the second to last movie. If that would have been if it would have been part of uh, part eight of a twelve series yeah, movie, yeah. that they're like, oh, that's fine because now we still have this much room to finish yeah. up the story. And that's that's been one of my complaints with it. You know, it's like I still love the movie. Don't get me wrong, I still like the Last Jedi. I, I have my complaints, but then again, I have my complaints about every movie. So, like, that's just me. Like, you give me yeah. an opportunity to voice my opinion, I'm going to voice my opinion. Did I get pissed off the way that they... Anyways, you know, it is what it is, man. But, yeah, no, I actually want to see Knives Out because I hear it's, it's freaking great. It's good. It's one of those, like, constantly... It's, one, it's a mystery. It's a well-done mystery, and the actors yeah. are all great. Michael Shannon is in it. He's one of my favorite actors, and... uh yeah, it's, there's it's, quite a few people in that thing because then it have a it has a, a Daniel Craig's in that too. Yeah, he? yeah. yeah. <laughs> With his he's got this he's this Southern drawl detective. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like that. Oh, Daniel, well done, sir. Yeah, I watched uh, like past couple of weekends. I watched Midway, and then I watched uh, the new uh, you know Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah, and I'll, I went okay. This is what's funny because yeah, last night I was sitting there on the couch and I was trying to figure out what movie I wanted to watch. I was going to rent a movie, and I couldn't decide between uh, Jojo Rabbit because I really want to see that. I too. really want to see that so bad. It looks freaking Adam, hilarious. Adam said it was amazing. Oh so yeah, I, yeah. And then I really want to see Ford versus Ferrari because everybody tells me it's really good, and I really want to see it. Something about that. So that's the weird thing about me. I don't having people tell me to yeah, watch it, but I I don't like cars. I, I don't either. No sh- craps about cars. There was a couple <laughs> of movies in the last couple of years. I think Ron Howard made a racing movie, didn't he? Yeah, I, I think so. For some reason I just doesn't. Yeah, it just. But I'm sure they're awesome. But I, I, something about it is making me want to check it out because I really dig Shelby Cobras and I really dig Carol Shelby and stuff like that. And, you know, him being a not only that, you know, him also being a Texas dude also helps out quite a bit. And not just a Texas dude, but a guy that's actually from the area. You know, there's still a Shelby shop there in Dallas right now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's 
you know, that's not a reason for me to rent the movie, but, but it does, you know, add a little bit of extra intrigue to it. And so I couldn't decide between those two. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rent Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And then last week was Midway. Midway was good. I enjoyed it. It wasn't great. It was not what you had hoped for. It's really kind of disappointing. I'm glad I didn't buy it. I did enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know that sounds kind of weird for me to go like, I was disappointed with it, but I really enjoyed it, you know, because it's like, it's one of those that like, I feel like they tried to put too much into it. Yeah. And it seemed very, very, very video game style CGI at times where it's like, okay, dude, you are on a green screen. And this is just, it really looks bad at times. But at the same time, it really looks good in certain places, too, where it's like they're doing Pearl Harbor. And I'm like, why did you even have to do Pearl Harbor? There's enough in the story of Midway. So they had Pearl Harbor in Midway? Yeah. Yeah. In in the movie Midway, they start from before the beginning of the war, where the United States is actually in Japan and has consulate in Japan and talking with the, the the. to the Japanese consulate and all like this type of stuff. And they're talking about, uh, it's like 1930 something or other. And I think they start in like 35 and they're basically saying like, yeah, we are going to war, you know, and then they leave and then it goes up to Pearl Harbor and then it goes from Pearl Harbor to the Doolittle raid. And then it goes from the Doolittle raid or I'm sorry to not from Pearl to the Marshall See, Islands to Doolittle and yeah. And it's just like, sounds like this should have been world war two, the series. Yeah. It should have just spread it out. And yeah. let it read, Cause I can, they're, they're going to, maybe their thinking was well, no one knows history. Yeah. No one knows the lead up to any of this. So maybe <laughs> right? we should, we like just, all we just did. attacked the Japanese at midway, of course, <laughs> right? awful America, but no, it's like, no, there's a long history of things. So that's how deep they can go, though. They actually oh, started God, in yeah. the 30s, and Japan was like, "Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, we're on." They had because they had that whole pro that expansionist program where they had already started moving. Yeah, well, they were in they were in uh, China in what 31? Yeah, was, like was that 31 where they invaded China? I don't remember. Exactly, I can't remember. Exactly. But it was about the same time that Hitler came to power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortly after World War One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, Japan had had a war with Russia already. Yeah, yeah. So, oh they, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I can't. Yeah, it's it's. But you know, it, it's one of those to where it was like you could have just told me the story of Midway. There's enough in the story of Midway that yeah, you could have easily yeah, made it easily. interesting and stuff yeah. like that. You know, like how was um, the, the searching the 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 PBY planes going out and searching, trying to find the Japanese fleet and oh, stuff like that, and yeah. trying to find out where the Japanese fleet is because we were taking a huge gamble. That's what gets me is like pisses me off because it never mentions the Aleutian Islands ever and i'm like that was the big faint like we were saying no let the attack of the lucians go because we think that the main force of this is still in the south pacific and not up there in the north pacific oh dude yeah it drives me up the wall yeah it drives me up the wall dang that's geez. a good that's a good trivia question i think i might have told everybody this but you can get just about everybody with this one trivia question and say who was the last country to occupy and hold american soil and everybody always tries to go england and france and stuff like that from like the battle of 1812 and stuff like that no it's japan japan and the Aleutian islands in okay. world war ii yeah yeah and they'll, and they'll go but this not mainland america but you know what it's right off the coast of alaska and it's basically <laughs> it, it is uh i saw something the other day about something that happened in alaska during the war was it Germans that had landed or Japanese that had landed, at least landed on the coast of Alaska? It was Japanese, man. Yeah. That, there was actually a really Ger- bad... It makes no sense for Germany unless they had come yeah. over 
the Arctic, the North Pole, and that yeah, way. Yeah, there was actually a really horrible battle that took place on the Aleutian Islands, and that was just they couldn't get air support in because it was such uh it was very. Uh, it's very Alaska, you know. It's yeah, very, yeah. It's very uh, 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 socked in with 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 cloud cover and fog and stuff like that. And so they they had these horrible battles on the Aleutian Islands, man. That like nobody ever really knows about, nobody ever really talks about or anything like that. But it actually really took place, and it's 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 actually it's pretty uh, fantasizing, if you ask me. It's riveting, I guess. Is riveting, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 a pretty interesting whole. Turn events, uh, turn of events that took place up there, man. I wish I could remember them. There was a naval base that now, when I went to Alaska with my wife for our anniversary uh, a couple of years ago, yeah, we you have to ride a train like from Anchorage to this port, which was a military port base, but you have to ride the train. The only way to get to it is by boat, yeah, or you ride a train through a mountain. Oh wow! Which was or the bus through the mountain because you you can ride both. They share the the space. Yeah, and it's like a it's like really small spot, but it was <laughs> would have been a really important uh, naval base like apparently up there yeah. at the time. Like, oh I yeah, I wish I could remember the name. It's probably a very important naval base all the way up through the Cold War. Even you know that's that's one of those areas. I mean, like you know, because oh, uh, what was her name that ran for presidency? Uh, she was a Republican lady. She was like a wasn't she governor of Alaska? Uh, that she used Palin? to yeah uh, Sarah Palin that that uh, said that she could see Russia from her backyard or whatever yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean it's kind of like not really lying you know the 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 uh, the the sea what is it I can't think of the strait that's right there what are the, is that the Baltic where's the Baltic on the no the Baltic's the other side anyways. The Bering, the Bering Sea, right yeah. there. It's it's what like I think it's what like seventy miles to Russia from from Nome, Alaska, or something like that. It's not very it's far. Not far, no. Yeah, from Nome, Alaska, I think it's like seventy miles to There's Russia. There's the port Whittier. Okay. Oh wow. And you go through this map that's through a mountain. Yeah, that's freaking cool, man. I had a buddy of mine that was stationed in Kodiak for the longest. Oh really? Yeah. Well, he was uh he was in the Coast Guard though, so he went out. Looking for the, uh, the, 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 almost said the shrimp boats, but the, the crab trawlers and stuff like that when they, you know, went bad in the water or whatnot. Anyways, man, we're, we're, we're coming up on an hour and 20 and my butt's hurting. So I'm going to oh, wrap sorry. this up. No, that's fine. I can sit here and talk about Midway a little bit more. Like yeah. it, was, it was a cool movie. See, it just disappointed me, man. Like I wanted, I really need you to get you to start doing some history recordings. Yeah. Well, I've been running. I was, I was, I've been prepping. It's going to take me a while. I'm prepping for, my uh, uh, bibliophile on uh, the wild blue men and boys who flew B-24s. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm prepping on that one. So uh, that one's going to probably come off as more like a just a <laughs> it's like a report. Like that's fine because because it's it's really it, it did affect me because you hear about the crap that these dudes went through and stuff like that. Like it's kind of funny because Stevens' uh, in law his 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 mother in law lives in Mountain Home Idaho, mm-hmm. and Mountain Home Idaho is Stephen will be glad to know because one of his favorite planes is the F-15 that's yeah. based there in Mountain Home Idaho at this Air Force base this air force base used to be an, also an aaf an army air force base way back in the early 40s where they trained a lot of these b-24 pilots and stuff like that whereas one of their holding bases until they had a you know 
they were ready for them to, they had their amount of flat hours. Man, that's one thing that just gets me is because they said that they had like 300 flat hours per pilot before they went to combat in Europe or whatever. And that the Germans were like a hundred flat hours per, per pilot. And you just think about the amount of fuel that they were using just alone, just to train these pilots. Mm-hmm. And that's what's crazy is because like you have all those flat hours and that's 300 flat hours of solo flying. And they're talking about flying, you know, across the yeah. completely, totally across the country in one day in these planes that aren't set up for comfort. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's neat. So anyways, all right, yeah, I could say yeah, take like, your time on that cuz yeah. I'm I'm still doing my history thing. Yeah. And what I'm going to do with that. I've already got one episode recorded. I'm not going to actually set up a feed or anything until I have like 10 yeah. recorded. Yeah. Just them on the 2B team, man. Well, or you can start your own. No, no. What I'm cuz what yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have an independent feed for it because yeah. it's going to end up being I, I easily could have 200 episodes in my head planned right now. They're oh, all yeah. anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes long, but I'm not going to release it unless I have it all. It's going to be, it's not going to be like my bibliophile, uh, adventures podcast. I released yet today or yesterday about yeah. Larry Mercury where I just started talking and vomited stuff out of my head. <laughs> I'm actually, this is actually something I'm taking care with. I'm going to okay. do, um, if you ever listen to a podcast, my, my, my model for it is the lonely palette. It's okay. an art history podcast where it's like talking about a little subject briefly to make it in where this is why this piece of art is important. And I'm going to be doing the same thing with the history subject. It's like, this is kind of why this is important or this is at least a fun story to hear yeah. about this time period. And I'm, no, I'm going to throw them on here. Also. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I'm going to also release them, but I also want them to have their own home for forever. I can dig it. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Happy one hundred number, yeah. This is our hundredth. I, I, I just our hundredth. I, I didn't even. I didn't even think about it until you mentioned that. Man, we didn't talk enough about Star Wars, man. I know, right? Number ah, one hundred right. should have been all Star Wars. I again. should have, but yeah, I did pre-order my steelbook copy of Rise of Skywalker. This is unofficial one hundred. We'll we'll save official one hundred for whenever Stevens here. We'll and call so this ninety nine. Point nine, point nine. We'll keep doing point nine until Steven shows yeah, up. Yeah, this is ninety nine point one. Yeah, ninety nine point two. Yeah, so this was ninety nine point one. Ninety nine point nine nine. And then we'll Yeah, it sounds good to me. Because booking him, he's in high demand. I know it, man. He's he's an important dude. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us between shows, you can email us this number two BT show at gmail.com. I'll actually eventually check those emails at some point in time. I'll oh, have you not checked? I haven't checked it in like three months. So we might have stuff in there. <laughs> You're telling me we actually might have. Hey, <laughs> I just forget to go out and check it, man. I barely even check nah, my own email. At I, I, I don't check my email. Yeah, so it's the same here. So mm-hmm. email us at two BT show at gmail.com. I'm going to check them right after this. And if you've emailed, I'm sorry. So that's the number two BT show at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of us at Twitter, that'd probably be the most optimal way to do it. Yeah. That's 2BT Show. That's number 2BT Show. Uh, go by www.nerdylegion.com slash audible. You can get the book by Stephen E. Ambrose. Yeah. The Wild Blue, Men and Boys Who Flew B-24s oh, so Over that's Europe. That's a good idea. Or right you can get many of his other books because he's great, such a great author whenever it comes to stuff like that, man. He goes so in-depth and it's amazing. Uh, or you can get the Red Rising, or you can get 
the Dresden Files. I'm about yeah. to I'm about to reboot and start back up on the Dresden Files because his new book comes out in July. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get back on Dresden. Yeah, the, at least one a month or P- every yeah. other month. Peace Talks comes out in July. So I think I'm about in the middle of the series. Yeah, I remember you telling me. I think you were pretty late in there. I can't remember and exactly. I fell where off it was. and jumped into some other stuff that tied me up. And uh, it's easy to do that, man. Like I'm, I'm waiting. I'm gonna get the next harry potter book this weekend or today or tomorrow or whatever whenever my free credit whenever my credit hits i'm getting my yeah, the next harry potter book so that's what i'm i'm running on the harry potter books are great i'm digging the crap out of them i'm kind of disappointed it took me this long to actually read the harry potter books instead of just watching the movies and going like oh well this is crap yeah yeah i'm really kind of disappointed in myself but you know either way dig it uh Oh, hey, go by, rate us, write a review. Oh, yeah. Just remember, please be kind. We like five stars. Daggum right we do. Uh, I think that's it, though. I think that's all. I can't think of anything else that's left on the, the little closing thing. There. I can't think of anything. With that being said, I'm David. I'm Michael. 2BT. Signing off. Adios. Falcon Diaz. Number nine, 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 nine. Yeah, it might be. It might no, be. A, nine, 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 point nine. one. Well, then the Beatles point have zero, 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 one. Then the Beatles have number nine, number nine. I think so. Number nine. I just remember like the the Pink Floyd with all the clocks. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. All right, that that's about. So it goes. That was my transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. NerdyLegion.com.